Connected Man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Kane, 1106 a.m. every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 955 and AM 750 WSB. We are And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. Because we want you to be informed and inspired. Breaking news. Breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie, and welcome. Hey, Herman, how you doing today, buddy? Doing fantastic. Let's go to this border bill first yep. that died in the House. And who's this group that wasn't satisfied because it wasn't comprehensive or big enough. Yeah, there's. it's interesting because last year the message to the GOP leadership from the rank and file in the House of Representatives was do not do any comprehensive bill dealing with immigration because right. a larger bill they felt like played into the hands of the administration on things like pathway to citizenship and legalization and more. So the administration, I mean, so the, the GOP leadership, the speaker repeatedly said, fine, we're going to do small, individual, step-by-step bills, get at different issues and bring those up. So the first one from the Homeland Security Committee that was uh, supposed to be up for a vote tomorrow, that would deal with tightening the screws on the border. You know, a lot of Republicans argued that's where you need to start. But there are a number of more conservative lawmakers who said, no, 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 you, you can't just do that. You've got to do A, you've got to do B, you've got to do Z, all these other things. And the Speaker and others have been trying to say, yeah, but you said you didn't want a broader bill. Gee. And a number of these law- Republicans have said, yeah, but I'm not voting for just that one. Yeah, but we're going to bring up these others, the Speaker would say. Yeah, but I'm not voting for just that one. So it was clear. Remember last week that abortion bill had to be shelved because they didn't have the votes, right? Remember right. that? Well, this was going to be the same thing. And there were also Republicans over in the Senate as well who were lobbing grenades into the midst of this. And uh, Speaker Boehner said something today. Let me grab my notes. He said something uh, to the effect of, uh, yeah, we've had a couple of stumbles in the first few weeks referring to abortion. And this week on the border bill, he said they were going to listen to their members. Uh, He gave no timeline to reporters on when they might rework this delayed border security bill, saying only when we're ready to move, we will. There's talk now that maybe they'll take a bill out of the Judiciary Committee that does a few more things on interior enforcement and try to marry those together. But then it's, again, how big do you want to make that bill? And if, you know, let's let's also figure out something else here, stipulate something else, Herman. Pretty much anything that gets passed in the House isn't going to go anywhere in the Senate on immigration. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that's where we are. Even though the Republicans are in charge, they don't have 60 votes to move any of these things, most likely. So, um, yeah, the, the original message to the GOP leadership the last couple of years from the rank and file was, do not move a big bill. Now, a lot of these same lawmakers have turned around and said, no, you have to move a big bill. So the GOP leadership had, uh, under the guise yesterday of the bad winter weather, they bumped that bill off the schedule for this week. We're not sure when it's going to come back. Now, are some of the ones that are pushing back 
they're, they're not all freshmen, in other words. No, no, they're not. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mo Brooks of Alabama is one of the most uh, outspoken people. I talked to him downstairs in the Capitol again today and his argument. And you can understand it. I mean, a lot of these guys say, look, it's more than just tightening up the border. Uh, there's got to be uh, you can't just catch illegal immigrants and then release them. You need to deport them. So their, their argument is that there's so many other things that need to be done. But GOP leaders don't deny that. But right. their argument simply is, for example, the Homeland Security Committee does not have jurisdiction over those items. Yeah, if you're going to talk about restricting welfare benefits or government benefits, that's not in the Judiciary Committee either or the Homeland Security Committee. That's in another committee. And, you you know, every time you expand out and make it bigger, yep. it, it makes it that much more difficult to move a bill through the Congress. And, you know, again, this... It, I am I am really struck by how the last three, four years, especially in the House of Representatives, to me there has almost been more energy spent by Republicans fighting each other than fighting the administration. That's the and, sad thing. And, you know, it's a difference mainly. It's not that they're in disagreement with each other. It's on the, on the basics. They, tactics. They, it's just tactics and strategy is all. That's, that's what it boils down to. And, and... You know, okay, I get that. Everybody's got a, in a, in a big group, everybody's got a different idea. But yeah, so once again, a second straight week in which the GOP was trying to do something, the leadership, and they've had to back off because they don't have the votes, this time from a different group within the Republican conference in the House of Representatives. What was in this small bill that they didn't like on the board? Relative it was, it was not that they didn't like what was in there, they just felt like that it much more enough. needed to be done. Exactly. Right. You're, you're basically, this bill would have forced the administration to tighten uh, its grip on the border, uh, make sure that the more the fencing was built, make sure more Border Patrol deployed, make sure there were more efforts along the border. Okay, so a lot. What, what has been the refrain from the GOP for years now? You must stop secure, the, secure border. the border first yeah. before doing other things. So again, it's just a difference in strategy and tactics. That bill bumped off the schedule. We'll have to see when it comes back. I know that the administration and the Democrats are still against drilling in Anwar, but relative to offshore drilling, is something has something new come up? We're going to have in the next hour, evidently, the Interior Department is going to announce, this is a little sort of uh, takeaway on one end of the country and give on the other end. The administration, which took a lot of flack yesterday for restricting oil and gas exploration up in Alaska, is now evidently going to announce in the next hour that they're going to open to drilling leases areas offshore from Virginia down through the Carolinas and through Georgia. So from uh, the Maryland-Virginia line down to the Georgia-Florida line, those areas offshore in the Atlantic would then be open to oil companies to buy drilling leases and to explore for oil and gas offshore. So it's an interesting, uh, you know, one day the environmental groups are all cheering on the administration. Today I'm sure they will be much more circumspect and not pleased with this announcement. And for Republicans, of course, they don't like what the administration has done in Alaska. Uh, but today a couple of members that I talked to from the Georgia delegation, for example, just a little while ago downstairs, they were very pleased to hear news like that because they argue the more resources we bring in in terms of oil and gas, the more energy security that the U.S. will have long term. But the Democrats' argument against drilling in Anwar are simply uh, not very strong because of, uh, you know, the oil companies don't need the whole 19 million acres. They only need about 2,000 square miles, and they'd be able to do everything they need to do. Yeah, I've been, uh, one of my, as I told you, one of my first jobs up here on the Hill back in the 80s was uh, working for Alaska Public Radio. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I don't know how many Anwar stories and all kinds of stuff I've done on the, 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 the Petroleum Reserve and more up there. And the two parties just have not seen eye-to-eye -eye on Anwar for years, and I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. That's 
witness to what's gone on the last couple of days. Any new developments on Keystone? Yeah, the uh, the Democrats last night gave the GOP a little uh, payback for trying last Thursday night to force an end to the debate in the Senate, and they filibustered last night and were successful in keeping that filibuster going, forcing more debate and more amendments on the Senate floor. Another reminder, Herman, the GOP is in charge, but they don't have 60 votes. So I'm thinking maybe next week now. Now, I do think there's one lesson here for the GOP leadership, and that is if you're going to, you know, the, the Democrats have gone from we hate filibusters, filibusters are terrible, to now we want to propose every amendment there is known to mankind. This is what happens when you go from the majority to the minority. You suddenly flip on a dime. Yeah. Because of that, what you have to do in this place is you have to bend over backwards, and you have to give them every chance in the world to offer an amendment. And what that means is you've got to work nights, you've got to work Fridays, you maybe even got to threaten Friday nights, Monday morning, stuff like that. Because otherwise, it's pretty easy to filibuster a bill when you're only sort of in a few days a week. And we'll see how long they press the Democrats and when the Democrats finally back off. There were four Democrats who voted to bring the debate to an end, but the Republicans needed a few more than that to finish. And also, I think last week when uh, Senate, Senator McConnell objected to several Democrats even speaking for one minute on the floor in support of their amendments, that left a bad taste on the Democratic side, even among supporters of the Keystone Pipeline. So for now, another week of delay. I think this um, uh, final vote, maybe not until next week. Now, d- didn't Harry Reid... Uh, end filibuster on some things. On nominations. On nominations. Everything except yeah. the Supreme Court. I got now, you. there have been some people who have, for years, uh, more liberal groups have, have talked about getting rid of the filibuster on regular legislation. Uh, as an institutional person that's been around here for a while, I still think that would be a mistake, but I'm already hearing some Republicans talk about it. That's fine. You just got to remember that what you, you can might. pass by one vote this year can be undone next year by one vote. So, yeah. when you're in the majority, you have one view, and you're in the majority, yep. you have another. And it's it's the same thing. You know, I will guarantee you in a few months the uh, Republicans will be openly grousing about filibusters. It's uh, more than anything. It's I, I I always compare it to fighting with a spouse or a family member. You got to realize that in these fights. Uh, you, you can't give the other side any opening whatsoever. You've got to just let them. Uh, I, I often say if you let them debate forever, they'll get tired of it sooner or later. They'll get tired of offering amendments, and then you can move forward. But you have to have the patience of Job, and in politics, that, that's not always possible. Yeah, some of them be de- I won't say they'd be yeah, dead. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> See, the Sometimes, patience of Job. I mean, you Job, sit out there and you the think. The patience of Job and the lifespan of Methuselah. Yeah, I mean, you, you'd say, last week the Republicans basically said, are you kidding me? You've been debating this bill for two weeks. You need more time? That's ridiculous. Let's yeah. get this over with. Well, you know, um, if they'd been in on Friday and they'd just gone ahead and given the Democrats votes, you never know. But the, the age-old thing is, oh, I'm not going to give them anything else. You give them an inch, they'll last for a mile, that that kind of thing. I get that. I can see why both sides go the way they go when they're in the majority and minority. 
the Bergdahl thing is about to explode, right? Yeah, I, I've seen. I haven't seen any official thing on that, but they're going to charge him evidently with uh, uh, with uh, deserting Desertion. his post. Yeah. So uh, had no no official report out on that yet, but evidently we're going to get something on that later today. It may not be as strong as some people wanted to see, but it looks like there will be some kind of punishment for Bo Bergdahl. He was that guy that was uh, uh, we cut the deal for and yeah. exchanged those five detainees who had been at Guantanamo Bay last year. Uh, there's a Benghazi hearing going on? Yeah, there is. This is uh, the third hearing of this special committee in the House, which has not been doing that much in public, and it's sort of raised some eyebrows here about whether or not there's really any there there. Uh, the chairman of the committee, uh, Congressman Trey Gowdy of South Carolina, again forcefully defending his efforts today. He hauled in people from both the State Department and CIA, accusing them today of not turning over documents that uh, the, the Congress had asked for. At the same time, Democrats raised concerns that the GOP is now interviewing witnesses without them being involved. And so that's created a little uh, finger pointing today and no big headlines out of that hearing so far today, other than there may be some new documents that are being turned over to the Congress. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. More than I thought we had at 9 a.m. this morning. We'll, well see you, Herman. Just stay tuned. Thank you. You listen to the Herman Cain Show. When you're listening to Herman Cain, Herman Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. We may have to get loud on this border bill, y'all. You know, they ought to get something done without killing it. 